Welcome to episode 41 of Is This a JoJo's Reference? D. Grayman episode like 9. We didn't watch episode 9 of D. Grayman for this podcast. Okay, phew, I was concerned. Um, But this is the ninth episode we're doing of D. Grayman. Season 2, if you will. Yeah, season 2. We're throwing in so many numbers to clarify this. It's only making it more confusing. Yes. I'm Deanna. I'm Dave. Kinda still sucks. Um, these are all facts. Less than he did before. Does he? He's growing on me. Okay. Well, you already know what's coming up. Yes. Yes. And so I think I think Kanda growing on me is just me recontextualizing how I saw him before. Okay. So that's very um like knowing what I know now about Kanda he's growing on me. Okay. Cuz yeah, I just saw him uh destroy a man's life's work um in these episodes and that was about it. He didn't he didn't destroy the life's work of one man. Uh Tiedal did. He pretty much, like, he, Tidal maybe did the majority, but he was, he, he put in his fair share. Yeah, he did look at this guy who was, like, sobbing and being like, don't, <laughs> don't, like, uh, hack up the mansion as he's hacking up the mansion. And also, at least Tidal cried over yeah, it afterwards. That's true. He showed remorse. Yeah. Well, Tito is an artist. I love I love him. He's fantastic. Uh, my art boy. Um Oh. <laughs> Didn't mean to jump right in there, but Yeah, but okay. Figured I just needed to get the obvious fact right out. You don't of the want way. to talk about the shadows of Yarnum? <laughs> I mean if we want to do a separate Bloodborne podcast, great. I'll do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um Watch out, guys. They have firepower and snake. True. Focus on getting one of them one of them down before you before you start focus. Like, don't spread your focus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is for another podcast, though, because I will keep going the entire time. Oh, absolutely. Um, <sighs> yeah, they, they just had a real fun time. Yeah. Ep- well... Everybody but Conda had a real fun time in this episode. We didn't hear a lot from Marie. I mean, we saw him a couple of times, basically. Yeah. But, like, he was just kind of there. I was hoping we would see more of him. Yeah. But. Uh, Tidal called Conda an antisocial humbug. What? Are we <laughs> watching the same episodes? Because. I, I, yeah, I think so. Because I didn't. I missed that. It was on the um, the carriage ride. Oh! It was right after... Um, right after they pick up Alphonse, right? Yeah, because he introduces himself to Kanda, and Kanda just fucking pouts. Yes. Like a goddamn child. Yeah. Um, And yeah, at some point, Tidal just calls him an antisocial humbug. Incredible. Yeah, Tidal. Um, question for you. Yes. Why... How do you think Tadal and Kanda ended up together? Like we know that didn't we? We know that the marshals like pick their students, but like, why do you think Tadal chose Kanda specifically? Oh wait, no, that was the the 
the dead exorcist from last time. Who got, yeah, who got the backstory on? Yep. I was getting it confused at that. Um, I don't know. I'd probably go with like a best genist and Bakugo situation for My Hero Academia and just like trying to bring the anger down just like a little okay. bit. Okay. Nothing Nothing about like Kanda's latent potential or like maybe we can help him see the brighter side of things. Oh, I'm sure there's some tragic backstory too involved. Like, okay. Related to that flower that we saw that he keeps in his serial killer room. <laughs> But I don't know any of that, so I'm I'm just going off of the information I have, and okay. the information I have is Kanda sucks. Okay, it hurts. <laughs> Again, I'm sure what we will eventually learn will recontextualize. I hope so. A lot of his uh, behavior. Mm-hmm. I will not qualify that behavior <laughs> with it. Yeah, but for now. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, we also see a glimpse of skin at the end of this episode. The Noah. Yeah, misunderstood that sentence for a second and nope. was confused. Not in this anime. No one fucks in this anime. <laughs> Except Lavi. He tries. Just, just not on camera. <laughs> well, they're all basically kids. Like, Lavi and Kanda are, like, the two youngest adults at 18. Okay. Good. I was about to say, is that getting problematic? Do I need to switch that over to if a If you Bookman? had said Alan... <laughs> Bookman fucks! Oh, yeah. Bookman fucks! I want to... Okay. My main gripe with this set of episode, I, I really like that we didn't get a lot of, like, uh, like filler, like, funny stuff. I like that we're getting, like, into a lot of the, the stuff. Why didn't we see more of Bookman in action? I mean, he, he's an old man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Is he, like... No, I, I do know why we didn't see more of Bookman in action. I don't know. But, like, I mean, I still... Because he's old. Yeah. No, yeah, that's the real <laughs> like, reason. I, I don't care that he's old. I would, if I was writing this, I would have given him, like, something to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of in the last... We see Mimi again, I think, at the beginning-ish of the next episode mm-hmm. kind of wish bookman had just murked her <laughs> i think that would have been fun mimi is the the maid right yeah Lula mimi's Bell's. the maid yeah okay with the fans yes. um also i did like the mc escher-esque castle yeah that was a very fun um, bit it especially reminded, like Tidal just having fun yeah like especially with kanda being like just trying to be like a bodyguard yeah um Given what we know about Cross, what we knew about Kevin, and what we know about Teodal, mm-hmm. well, what we know about the, the late, great Kevin Yeager. Yes. Um, what do you think the other two marshals are going to be like? Because there's still two that we haven't, well, we haven't, like, met Cross, but we know a lot about him because of Alan. Mm-hmm. What do you think, what do you think about the other two? Cloud and, I forget the other one. Yeah, there's somewhere in my notes, but I don't feel like looking for him um i don't know i'm sure they'll have very different personalities um i guess it's kind of hard to say i feel like one of them will probably be very angry Mm -hmm. but not in kanda's like 
antisocial way. Okay. But, I mean, that's just entirely a guess. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't even know if we're going to meet all of them. I assume we okay. will. Okay. Like, in depth, I mean. You know, like how we've kind of met. Yeah. Um, like how we've met um, Tidal. Tidal, we met Cross or Kinda. Kevin we've before. Heard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His demise. Like we got his backstory and everything. Yeah, we got his backstory and like some of how he acts, but not as much as as Tidal. Um, what do we think of the resolution to the Lulu Bell arc? I'm very glad that they. Look, I think it was fine, but I'm I'm just glad that sh- Lulu Bell kind of really um, clarified what why she has like how she's been acting mm-hmm. because that was one of my big things from the last set of episodes was just like she had multiple opportunities to kill some of the exorcists and just kind of stood there. Yeah, but no, she says like in these episodes that she's really just following Earl's orders. Yeah, she's not working overtime. Yeah, so like. It's not until the Earl commands her to um, stop our temporary new exorcist for these set of episodes. May, 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 not May, may. Malin. 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 Um, it's not until he gets orders to stop her that Lulubel actually takes action at all. Mm-hmm. And even then, you could argue she's still pretty laid back about it. Yeah. Do we do we think that we know that Mimi had like feelings for Lulu Bell? Mm-hmm. Do we think it went both ways, or was it just Mimi is a very convenient person to have around? I'm sad she's gone. I think there's some degree of attachment. Okay. Um, because we know that like Tiki's obviously attached to his second family. <laughs> yeah, but again, I feel like Tiki's is in more of a. I don't know, the way that was portrayed was a more, like, not sadistic, but, like, not, it's not in a positive way. Yeah, he, he feels likes the affection. manipulation yeah. of, of, like, making people believe that this is his priority. Well, even the way he said it, it's like, he's almost in it for the thrill yeah. of, like, keeping two separate private lives. Mm-hmm. And, like, trying to hide those two parts of his life from the other yeah is some kind of like enjoyment for him it's not so much he cares about the people themselves on the human side it's more he cares about maintaining this Mm. alternate life yeah okay i mean i'm sure i mean that's just based on like the limited stuff we saw of him so i don't know i'm sure we'll get like an actual backstory to him at some point Mm mm-hmm but um we see more of the crory allen duo uh <laughs> two idiots failed to climb a mountain oh my god i love them i love crory so much uh we also get the, a really good episode where it's just fan service for people who like lavi and crory <laughs> <laughs> the closest thing we'll ever get to a beach episode yeah um i this the part in the second episode with the Alan and Crory thing. Yeah. I feel almost came out of nowhere a little bit. Crory's like, oh, I'm just a fifth wheel. Like, yeah. Like it's, 
I, it kind of reminded me of the Miranda regression. Yeah. Where it was like, okay, I thought you had processed this one. Well, I know? have a note here of no courage. Not the fifth wheel. That's Miranda. <laughs> no. She wasn't even included because they were doing like flashbacks in the yeah. episodes talking about like, no, we're a family. Miranda wasn't in there. I didn't notice that. I, I know, like, because that thought immediately popped into my head after Crory said that. And when the flashback popped up of them all, like, hanging out together, I was like, oh, yeah, nope, no Miranda. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Alan, goth is not an insult. <laughs> they're, like, in the cave. And um, they're fighting over who gets the last bit of rations. And Crory says something. And <laughs> Alan just goes, shut up, you goth. <laughs> which also they uh, hired this like child Amir. Yeah, he, he was the only one that would like take them up the mountain because he knew a shortcut or whatever because it was like danger there was a dangerous storm going on right and none of the other guides would take them through it yeah but Amir knew a shortcut um so he took them up but turns out storm was still going so they had to like dig out a cave and sleep there and this this was Amir Lulu? Is that what the... No, no, Amir was not Lulu, but I think the storm was, like, brought on by Lulu Bell. Yeah, so was Amir just, like, a regular dude, or is that a subordinate Yeah, Amir's, of, Amir's just a kid. Where did he go? Great question. Because <laughs> he just kind of watched these two dipshits, like, be bad. Yeah, and he didn't, like, say anything to them either. Yeah, he watched them, like, eat all of their rations. Yep. In a single meal. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, oh, we've packed enough rations for however many days. I was like, double it. You guys know how much you eat. Yeah, because then they <laughs> ate everything, fought over the last of it, while Amir's just drinking tea, just like silently judging the two of them. Yeah. Um, and then he just kind of disappears, and we don't see him again, because Lulu shows up to yeah. uh, do nothing. I don't know what yeah. the plan was with this. Uh, I think it was just to, like, again, try and, like, separate them and, like, figure out what their, like, talent level is. I mean, I guess. I guess, I guess this is technically a decent plan because if her plan is to drag them out and separate them in the snowstorm. Mm -hmm. Or even, like, well, because her overall plan at this point is to delay them so they don't meet Cross in yes. China. So... If they get lost in the snow, they're going to have to spend time looking for each other. Yeah. And then the Bookman crew is going to have to spend time looking for them. Yeah. I mean, I would even say realistically, like, you know, not by anime logic, but like being stuck out in a snowstorm gets deadly pretty fast. It does, like, yeah. Especially if you lose track of like where your like shelter is, mm -hmm. which is kind of what I thought her plan would be. But then, yeah, like you said... She clarifies later that her only goal right now is to just slow them down as much as possible. Yeah. Um, Alan trying to figure out which Crory is the real one is also good. Like, Crory just, like, essentially bared his soul to Alan on this fucking mountain after he saved him. And then <laughs> Alan was like, you're right. You're fucking useless. Well, Lulabelle doesn't react and Crory's like, ah, I knew it. Well, no, first, remember Alan gives that whole speech to Crory? Like in the in the little cave, just yeah. being like, "Hey, we really value you. You're like a I know. member of the team." And Corey's just asleep. So didn't get any of it. He didn't hear Alan say that. Like, no, I cherish you because I feel like if he did, 
he wouldn't have reacted in such a way that would have given Alan an advantage. Yeah. It was so funny, though. Also, to be fair, <laughs> the opportunity would have prevented or presented Just, itself no matter what. Yeah, Lulabelle doesn't talk when she, she had clone, like clones people. 45 seconds of, like, good... Yeah. Mimicking with, with this Crory thing. Because she actually spoke. For once. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and then Crory helps Alan out of the, the avalanche. Oh, I also like... Oh, Tim Campy this, leads everyone to them. Yeah. What a good boy! While they're in this snowstorm, um, Lulu Bell is, like, disguising herself as different people, like, from there. Yeah. Because she just has, like, 80 powers. She can, like, read their minds and then disguise them. It like, really rivals the Millennium Earl in terms of power. Yeah, she, like, disguises herself as different people. <laughs> and Crory, when he sees Kanda, calls him Sobaman. He doesn't know his name! <laughs> I forgot about he that. He doesn't know his name! Cannon! <laughs> um... Oh my god. Yeah, I forgot to mention that, but I wrote that down also. It's so good. And, uh... Um... We get, a, like, a really small, short clip about Komui, like, enjoying coffee. Well, not enjoying coffee. <laughs> not enjoying coffee. coffee because it's not made by Lenely. <laughs> really, just on the verge of tears. I've also had bad coffee. I know how it goes. <laughs> It'll really ground you in the worst way. <laughs> Though, I, if I make it myself, my standards are a lot lower. There you go. <laughs> Um, and we just see the most chonky cat upon entering this town uh, where the ri- all the rivers have dried I'm, up. I also wrote a note because I noticed how just thick this cat is. I wasn't going to mention anything because it it's not at all story relevant. No, but like... But I'm glad we both made sure to take note <laughs> of this extra thick... After, Fluffy cat. After what JoJo's has put us through of like animals just like dying left and right. Horribly. Horribly. Yeah. Uh, we can stop to appreciate cats that don't have any plot significance at all. Yes. And just in general, everybody out there, appreciate your cats. Yeah. Even if they're not yours. Yes. That. Thank you for that PSA. Yeah. Um, uh, there's not much to talk about in this episode. It's just setting up for the fact that um, Maylin is an exorcist and that's what's causing like the town to get dried up. Yeah, all four of these episodes are just like the Maylin Yeah, the Maylin stuff. Like stuff. the Lulu fight, like the final fight with Lulu and Mimi. Um, Mimi dies. Yes. Um, I can't say I was particularly sad about that one. Also, when whenever Crory starts a fight, he always reminds me of that Gordon Ramsay meme. <laughs> He's like sitting at the table. He just goes, finally some good fucking food. <laughs> you would think that this man like doesn't eat outside of battle. I mean, that's every anime protagonist. Like, if they're not constantly eating, they're hungry. Yeah, I, I, Alan and Crory have a reason. I still want to look up like why that is an actual thing. I know there's a story reason in D. Grayman, yeah. but I want to know why that's a trope. Yeah, I think we discussed this um, yeah. a little while ago. 
We did a few episodes back. I still haven't looked it up because uh, why would I do anything that I say on this podcast? Um, and uh, Crory's shirt is still so low. Yes. <laughs> Alistair Crory has been imprisoned in his castle for 28 slutty, slutty years. <laughs> um... Do you think he dressed like that, or do you think that was um, what's her name, the woman that lived with him? Eliad. Yeah, Eliad. No, I think this is all him. That's all him. I think it's okay. all him. I think he's like, it's finally time to be my own person. Stomach length V neck cut. Because like I could totally see him like having zero style and just being like, he, no, Eliad told me this looks good. He wasn't dressed like this in in any of his like castle episodes. Okay. Um. So that's just all him. Um, and Lenely gets to play big sister for a while to Ma- to Maylin. Yeah. Which is really cute. And Maylin, the thing is, with her crystal ball, she's like the fortune teller of the town. Yes. They get rid of the, the thing because she sees like a bunch of death around her. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the, the whole issue going on in the town is like there's a drought uh, because I'm drinking all the water in the lake. Um, <laughs> no, because Malin's crystal ball yeah. is an inf- innocence fragment and it's creating like, it's just sucking in all the water yeah. from the lake, created a drought, um, which also like when, um, Lavi Bookman and, um, Crory go to check out the lake, we see like all the fucking village people. Out in the bushes, like, guarding the lake. Yes. To be like, no, they need to protect the last of the water. Yeah. And my immediate thought was just, what are these dipshits doing? Like, if the water is if the water is constantly receding and this is your only constant source of water, go put it in buckets. Yeah. <laughs> but we find out that they're Akuma. Are, were they all Akuma? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Because we only see, like, three or four of yeah, them. Yeah, they're only... <sighs> animation budgets. <laughs> I, no, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're all Akuma because that's how like there are so many yeah. at the lake when they're like running up and when yeah. Maylin is like grabbing the crystal ball. I and forgot, stuff. but I said it last episode and how the fucking Earl has killed half of Europe at this point. Yeah, like, well, they're in Asia now. Half of Asia too. Like <laughs> he's everywhere. Um. Um, and they do all of this convincing to try and get Maylin to become an exorcist, even to the point of like she agrees. Um, she like takes ownership of the crystal ball and they send the Asia branch sends finders to go pick her up. Yeah. By the time that they get there, um, Lulu Bell has destroyed the innocence. Um, and Maylin is like distraught. Yeah. I, I do really like a lot of this. I, I, I think it's interesting, especially where we haven't gotten a ton of like the kind of more horror aspects, I guess. Yeah. In a little bit, but basically, like, a lot of the discussion around, like, having Mei Lin as this young child, like, her... She's, like, ten. Yeah, she can, you know, she can use her crystal ball to see the future. And, like, exposing this young child to constant visions of violence. Mm -hmm. And then having everyone from the Black Order be like, no, it's okay. Yeah. Like, this is just what comes with the territory. Yeah. Like, Like, kind of the philosophical question of, like, is that... A worthy like is that a worthy sacrifice for the greater good yeah like to achieve their ends better because like we do see Malin helps quite mm-hmm. a bit like she's 
very good at like seeing the combat happening and like being able to help people like you know can tell when like the akuma are going to come up from the ground or when the road is going to explode yeah um I mean, it, it, like, does take a toll on her and all that, but... Yeah, but also, didn't they say that, like, a lot of that is um, because of, like, the innocence is still unrefined? Yeah. So, like, she would have gotten better at using it. Yeah. But that's um, not gonna happen. No, because it don't exist anymore. Nope. Um, We get a really long recap of, like, the stuff we just saw at the beginning of episode 50. I get, I get that it's week to week yeah. and not everyone binges this anime specifically, but it, like still we're well, here. It's, it's also for budget stuff. Like a lot of animes do that yeah. to just be like, hey, it, especially animes like this where like, you know, we had a lot of filler in the beginning mm-hmm. and it's like you kind of have to stretch out the content yeah. from the manga. So it's like, I don't know, let's just throw in a bunch of recaps. Yeah, like, the manga is, I'm rereading it. It is so much more fast paced than than this. Yeah. Um, there's still filler, but it's, like, good. It's only, like, a couple of issues. Yeah. I anyway. feel like that's true of most manga to anime adaptations. Unless you're, In you like, are, like, the going the 2000s, to... yeah. Now, it's a lot more... I feel like it's a lot more accurate to the manga. You know? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know about the larger industry stuff, because I don't follow it that closely. But it also seems like they generally wait for, like... The content to be there before mm. jumping into an anime right um let's see uh lavi calls an akuma dipshit at some point which Good. i found funny um what a scamp um What do we like? Why do you think skin was there at the beginning, at the end of the first episode? He's probably got, um, he's probably, he probably pulled the name of like Kanda or the other one or Marie. Yeah. But, uh, then who do we think Tiki pulled? Because remember, um, in Barcelona, mm-hmm. Tiki was looking for Kanda. Oh, yeah. And ended up finding well, Daisia instead. Did the names they pulled include... They didn't include the marshals, right? No. It was just, like, the, the it, main cast? Yeah, it was literally just Alan, Conda, Lenely, Lavi, and Corey. Hmm. And Miranda, I think, they pulled, too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe he's just tracking, like, the marshal. Maybe. Um... Because that would certainly be something you'd want to keep on top of. Yeah. If they are like... The marshals are like the top of the black yes. or Like in terms of like combat ability, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of the black order, how do we think it's holding up after... I mean, we saw like um, Komui and everyone like, you know, day-to-day operations. Yeah. But like, what do you think the state of the Asian branch is? Because we know there is one. Like, what do you think? I mean, is it just there for like show? Do you think, or do you think we'll ever get there? I mean, I guess is that where Cross hides out? Hard, <laughs> fuck no, he's not hiding out anywhere near the Black Order. <laughs> um, but no, like, I mean, I guess it's hard to say, like, but 
I guess my first guess would be like maybe we'll get like an episode or two there to hang out meet like some expendable characters we'll get somebody's backstory so they can die immediately because that's still the trend case in point Mimi we got her backstory in the last set no we didn't we get more backstory he you know, we we literally got like the princess no well, we got that in the last set oh did we get that and they yeah. just showed it again here yeah. okay but yeah they, I mean they still gave us backstory even if it was a refresh yeah right before killing Mimi okay I don't want to hear it because Jojo's did it with Narancha too <laughs> yeah but like I get that's different because it's like oh we're all gonna make it back no we're fucking not no, yeah no that's different Narancha Narancha did the thing like the classic horror movie trope of like talking about what you're gonna do once this is all over and that's a signal for dying we did not get a hat like a like seven minute long flashback of Narancha's backstory right before he died. But we do keep getting Mimi being like, I just want to see Miss Lulu Bell smile. Yeah. I'm not know. saying I her think, death was shocking I, at all. No, it's not. I think it's analogous a little bit. I'm saying anytime I see a character's backstory, I immediately go, uh oh. Because this anime has set a very strong precedent of doing that. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. They literally did it. But it, I don't think it's exclusive to this anime. It's not. But I think this anime has used it several times now with, like, a lot of the characters they've introduced. We got it with sure. Kevin. We got it with Dacia. And those were, like, very quick. Those were, like... Introduction one episode, death the next episode. Right. So it's like, and this was like the same thing. Backstory, death. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I mean, no, it wasn't the same thing because we already knew her backstory and how she became an Akuma and all of that stuff. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, they still just put it right there, like as the trigger still. Like I know we knew yes. it already, but like, it's a very obvious cue of like, hey, we're about to kill this person. Better get ready. We want you to be attached to them. Okay. <laughs> um, where do we think Cross went? Um, Lulu Bell said he left. Does that mean she knows where he is? Or just do you think she's speculating? Also, he might still I be in like, China. China is massive. Yeah, he's probably still in China. They probably lost track of him. Mm -hmm. Or like, if I had to take a guess, he was like... I have a feeling that maybe Cross, like, knows something about what's going on. Okay. Just through being, like, is he, like, the best Grand Marshal or is he just one of the I think five? he is just one of the five. I okay. don't know. I, like, genuinely don't know if they make an effort to rank um, okay. Exorcist once they get to Grand Marshal. Because like, I, I feel did, like at yeah. that point, like... I didn't know what if he just had, like, the reputation as, like, the legendary marshal or something. No, he just fucking hates Akuma. Like, yeah. more than anyone else. Yeah. Um, but I feel like just based on his skill, he would have, like, some knowledge of, like, something's going on out there. Even if he's not in communication with the Black Order. Mm. So, like, maybe he, like, made plans to leave China, but then, like didn't something happened yeah or like you know he's like doing it to throw off the akuma too um 
I mean, that's just like my guess because obviously I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, something like that. So he's probably still in China somewhere. Okay. Either that or he saw like he was walking down the street and saw a pretty lady and just like followed her to another country. Like I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Finally, what do we think about like the conclusion to this arc? I think it was good. I think I, we I liked- ended on like a really depressing note, but at the same time, I think like Malin's innocence being destroyed, yeah, uh, is kind of a blessing in disguise because like now she gets to have a childhood, yeah, like one that Lenely didn't. Yeah, I definitely think that's yeah, D- depressing but bittersweet. Yeah, kind of like you said. Um, Any other thoughts on... She'd probably still be more useful than Miranda, even without the innocence. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any other thoughts on the Noah? Other ones do exist besides Lulu Bell. I know we've been seeing a lot of her. No, I know. We saw saw Skin. Um, I'm still very curious to see, like, an actual fight. Um, Like, Noah versus exorcist Ooh, okay to like yeah, truly gauge because yeah this was like also where the fuck have these akuma been that like lulu got because like they actually seemed to this they seemed like um competent yes <laughs> <laughs> um the akuma designs are getting cooler yeah well we're getting more level twos yeah which is do you think we're ever gonna run into a level three or do you think I a mean, level three exists it has to at some point. Okay. I have no idea when, but like. Mm-hmm. Or do you think the level three is just like the Noah? I mean, for right now, it is. Because um, Eliad, she said that no matter how many like people she killed, she was never like she was still level two, but she was never in that like upper echelon of yeah. like the Noah clan. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they'll will ever get something called a level three Akuma mm-hmm. specifically, but I bet we what could. Is it like special grade or something? <laughs> like, but like I I bet we could see something like um, like just an incredibly strong, like through some special magic bullshit, um, some like incredibly like strong Akuma. Okay. Um, or like. The Earl has some, like, pet fucking uber-strong Akuma that he keeps as, like, his personal guards that we haven't seen. You could do anything you want, really. So you really want to see Laro as an Akuma? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Except, uh, I want to mention one thing. Alan's eye UI. Completely ass. Yeah, it was, like, the weird, like, tendril things. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. No, it sucks. Yeah. I understand why he doesn't, like, keep it active all the time. <laughs> but overall, I, I liked, like, the, the improvements that the anime, like, the animation looked yes! like it was getting better. Yes. I feel like, um, what what episodes are these? 45, 45 to 50? Or, yeah, 45 to 50. I feel like because it's like running so long it's probably like getting a bigger budget yeah so i was also gonna say um it's definitely dated like oh yeah we just watched jujutsu kaisen and it's not like anime now 
I think has a lot more style. Yeah. This definitely has a style, the style of an anime from like the well, late 2000s. You literally, like, again, I'm not an expert in the field or anything, but like, <laughs> you probably didn't even have like nearly enough like technology as you do now to oh, like no. create a style. Yeah. Like, I'm sure animation was a lot harder to do well back then. And I think this is done well. Yeah. But, like, I mean, again, Jujutsu Kaisen is a bad, like, comparison. Because that's, like, the top of the line now in terms of animation. So, like, comparing that to a 15-year-old anime. Yeah. The medium's evolved. And so, like, art style, I'm not going to knock it. Yeah. It's just... It dates itself. Oh, yeah. Which is fine. But, yeah, it's all... It's... I mean, again, maybe it was because, like, this was a big fight. Uh-huh. And, like, there were a lot of special Akuma. But, yeah, it was a lot better than just, like, the same filler animations or, like, very limited drawing kind of... I also think because we have been through so much filler, they were, like, trying to reuse as much as they could. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty common practice is, like... Hey, we got to spend all our money to make this scene look cool. Let's just have our characters talk for an entire episode. Yeah. I do hate to break it to you, but um, we are not touching another filler arc for the rest of this series. What? No more Comoran? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm heartbroken. Really? Yeah. We're going to get some comic relief. I mean, there might be like extras. Well, yeah, Comoran's still alive. So like, of course we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, get ready for some marathons. Okay. Um, I did not do a great job at breaking up all the arcs because I feel like if I had broken them up beyond what I did, they'd be Mm -hmm. tiny. Like we'd be doing this for like two years. (laughs) Um, so next episode, six episodes, 51 to 55, I think. Fifty six. That would be five. <laughs> fifty one to fifty six is five. Yeah, fifty one to fifty six. Okay. Um, and um, it's the arcs are getting so descriptive that I cannot tell you the names of the arcs anymore. Oh, fun. Um, can't wait to see the Alan dies arc <laughs> coming up next. Oh no! How do you figure it out? Um, the fun, like the fun plot twist halfway through the show. Yeah, but I think we are sticking with the six episode format for the next three podcast episodes. Okay. Um. So plan your viewing days in advance. I would never. Um. Get ready to um tie up some loose ends. I know I've been saying that. <laughs> But, like, shit really starts hitting the fan. Um, yeah. And um, I guess that's it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about these episodes? I thought we, I thought this was a really good bunch. I, I do think this is a really good bunch. Again, I, I think I would take actual plot progression over even the good filler episodes. Because while those are fun, they're... Like, even the really good ones, like the Comrin stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. I, I think... I, like you said, I like threads getting resolved, like mm-hmm. plot happening. Yes. Good. Um, yeah. So, uh, 51 to 56 for two weeks from now. Yes. Go do your homework. 
Oh, you can find us on Twitter <laughs> at Is This a JoJo's Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Nert. Everything is linked in the description. Mm-hmm. I'm an antisocial humbug, so uh, good luck finding me out there. Oh, you're putting yourself on the same level as Kondo? That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're both dumb. We're both angry. We're both antisocial. The, the manga we both has have a serial so killer much more room. character. If only you would hang that wall scroll of Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's a whole other story we're not getting into. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.